0: Hello again and welcome to Crime and Music. I'm your host Brian J. Kinsley and with me as always my friend, hey, 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 Ben Ruppel.
1: And we are
0: back. We're, I'm looking at you. We're back. Uh, we're in the same room. We're about six feet apart roughly. I mean, oh, we're, we're close.
1: Our hair, our, our our illustrious manes that we've grown over this COVID time because our, in uh, here in Michigan, our barbershops and hairstylist places have been uh, shut down.
0: Oh, they're still not open. Um... Not yet. No,
1: I haven't gone to one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Me either. Yeah. It is a shag party in here. Not a stag party, but a shag party. We've got some uh, long hair and we've got some other things here about music too. Uh, it's, it's not a hair band this time, but every other week we bring you a true crime podcast about people in and around the music business and their misadventures and the law breaking. If you like that sort of thing, which you do because you're listening, thank you so much for that. Uh, share with a friend. Tell somebody. Go, hey, um, these guys are great, and they're back live with one another at least. So uh, give it a give it a listen.
1: Yeah, and so we did. We struggled through, and we made some podcasts, and some were better than others, quality wise, not not <laughs> content wise, just sure. audio quality wise. Right. Uh, and some were content were not as good, but we're we're in the studio, and I can pretty much guarantee you we will be getting one of our more popular guest to show up here today
0: that that may Te- happen
1: mr technical difficulties oh i'm looking forward i haven't seen him in a while <laughs> i haven't seen this guy in a while so
0: you think so huh? yeah i
1: miss that guy
0: i see well hopefully that's that's not what we have we do have an interesting uh guest a group of guests uh individual guests i don't want to give you too many hints just yet You're we're not quite your hand here a little uh, bit. i want to let you know that it's it is somebody that you should know of there's a there's drugs and music and, and all sorts of things in this episode, so I'm really happy we're back, uh, and I'm happy that it's, it's going to be this episode, so yeah. if you're ready.
1: I, well, I am ready, and I'm pretty excited, because I'm going to just let the audience know, when we did this uh, telecommunication sort of Zoom sort of stuff, when Brian was doing his thing at the his COVID house. The COVID casts. Yeah, and I, and I was at my house, I couldn't hear any of the intro music, and I couldn't hear the... Uh, the the guest the guest theme song and so now i get to hear it again and dance a little bit to it. So I'm
0: you're kind of- always so accurate too with your bump bumps you were just you were right there like it's, it's, a, it's, it's,
1: like, a, oh. it's a quick beat so if you're off a little bit you're, you're close to the next one
0: well let's get around to it if you're ready to play guess the guest we are going to get into it right now <laughs> all right i gotta turn down way low because people are always like your music is so loud and your voices are so quiet yeah,
1: I'm, I've never, ever in my life... No, no one has ever told us that. <laughs> ...ever accused me of being quiet. Excuse me,
0: sir, you're being <laughs> too quiet. We're going to need you to louden up a little bit. Yeah, your your voice is just so mousy. We'll get one of those cones like they give the dog. Like, no, don't lick. Just a magnaphone.
1: Like a megaphone? Megaphone, that's a the A cheerleader word. thing?
0: Magnaphone, like I'm naming GoBots. Uh, all right, guest, guest. Sorry, we're burning your time here. GoBots. <laughs> like I, you only got a minute left. <laughs> Couldn't afford Transformers? What are you? That's high price stuff. <laughs> Uh guess a guess have you ever heard of Jacques Morier? Was he
1: Sherlock Holmes nemesis? No,
0: that's Moriarty. Very oh, good. Okay. Henri Belolo. Henri Belolo. Yep.
1: No, but I'm 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 thinking French dude.
0: You're on to that. I okay, would say Jacques okay. and Henri are French dudes. Uh here's an American, Victor Willis.
1: No, okay. So no. oh, those are three people.
0: Those are three people. Have you heard of any of those three people?
1: No, but two of them are French and one's a one's a Yankee.
0: Correct. Okay.
1: okay. Are this is. I'm assuming this is a a group. A band. It's a group. Okay. Yep. 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 Uh,
0: they were also known as Gypsy Lane.
1: Gypsy Lane. Two French dudes and American
0: guy. Oh, there's more guys than that. Okay. I was just naming a couple of the more prominent ones. Okay. Nope. Oh no. All right. Um. You got to bring your own outfit
1: village people oh my god it's the village people <laughs> how did he know well the outfit thing oh, i guess dude i didn't know the two of the village people were french
0: they're not we'll get there the last uh hint i guess would be must have a mustache okay so i don't know if that would have got to you but 1977 formed in new york city by jacques morale more more jacques morale and henry balolo a French musical composer and producer, and his business partner. Collectively, they were known as Can't Stop Productions. So, okay, village people. You got it.
1: Uh, I just want to kind of ask a couple – or or, or say a couple things, maybe.
0: You know what I'm going to tell you, but go ahead. Well,
1: I mean, they're kind of known for, in their time when they came out, um, disco time.
0: Disco, yes.
1: And they've also been kind of connected to the – to the uh, LGBTQ plus scene, right? I mean, am I not very wrong? Very good for you. Okay. you are one hundred percent. And I'd like to yep. continue down that right. saying. It's, this is this is daily uh, double. Here we go. This is uh, Gay Pride Month, or what what it's called?
0: It's Pride. Yeah. Pride. Yeah. Okay. So that's pride.
1: that's a nice little tie-in. You got there, you Brian? like
0: that. My yeah. wife was very proud of me on that one. She's like, "No, this you should do that. It's Pride." And I said, "Okay, let's yeah. do it." All right. So uh, all right, you got these two French guys, and they were enjoying some success of a string of hits over in France and Europe. They're like, you mm. know, like, kind of like pop guys, like you're saying like disco producers.:
1: Hey, and just because they' are French doesn't necessarily make them gay? No. not,
0: but it doesn't help. Not yet. No, I'm but, sorry. French
1: the gays, I'm sorry. I'm an insensitive bastard.: <laughs> but I, lo- e- <laughs> I love I love the French.:
0: Send your emails and text to Ben <laughs> care of Crime and music at gmail.com. Uh, or feedback uh, at crimeandmusic.com. But again, address those to Ben specifically. I, I did not say these things. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, they know. All you right. know me, you love me. That's no, it's uh, true. Uh, uh, that's uh,
1: not hard and fast rule, I guess, but go ahead.
0: 1977, these two French dudes moved to New York City to buy some salsa and uh, to get into the American market with their music. Okay. Jack, we're call, I'm not going to call him Jacques, I'm just going to call him Jack. Jack written a few dance tunes when he was uh, given a demo tape recorded by the singer-actor Victor Willis. That's the third guy we were talking about.
1: And, 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 and refresh my memory, I'm sorry, What about what year are we starting our t- cards at?
0: 1977.
1: 77, okay, yep. the year after we were born.
0: Uh, two for some of us, but yeah. No. I, I'm older than you. <laughs>
1: oh, well, I was, uh, I, you were born in 76. Okay, yep. I was born ahead, in
0: 75, yeah. Chief.
1: Oh, yeah, all
0: right, memories are hard. It, it, the longer you go. Uh, this dude, Victor Willis, he's an American. Like you said, he's a Yank, mm-hmm. which apparently is not PC. You can't call people Yanks anymore. You get in trouble. Uh, is that he, true? Yeah. There's a whole thing about a guy on the Canadian hockey team calling a guy on the European national hockey team a Euro. And he got fined and removed from the team for racial slurs and stuff like that because he called him a Euro. So if you call somebody a Yank, that can be – I don't know if that's PC, buddy.
1: I don't know. Well, I mean, they still have the New York
0: Yankees. That's true. I, But a Yankee and a Yank is different, you know? That's Okay. All right. Subtle the, the differences, waters, man.
1: The waters are so tough to navigate sometimes, Oh, right? dude.
0: You could be offended uh, by anything nowadays. Uh, it's like sport. Like, oh, can I be offended by this? I am. I got the ball. I,
1: I don't even know, man.
0: Yeah, well, anyway, let's go back to Willis. What you talking about? Uh, He's the son of a Baptist preacher, and he developed his singing skills in his father's church, okay. as you can imagine.
1: That so. happens a lot with our guests.
0: Yep, absolutely. Church is a big uh, mining ground for musical talent. So sing singers. He, he trained and does acting and dance. He's also appeared in musicals and plays, including the original Broadway production of The Wiz 1976. I'm the Wiz, and nobody beats me. Nobody beats him. No, that's, that was a different Wiz. Ease on down, ease on down the road. Try to ease on down, ease on down the road. What's that? Won't you carry nothing to be alone? do not you ease on down, ease on down the road. There's a whiz by Michael Jackson. It's a take off The Wizard of Oz. And so Michael Jackson performs as, like, the Scarecrow or something like that. But they do kind of all pop-up tempo versions of Wizard of Oz huh. stuff. And like,
1: okay, so that's the Wiz. That's the whiz. And I might have to take a whiz halfway through the show. I just drink a big cup of coffee.
0: That'll get you going. All right. After hiring Willis to sing background vocals on a couple of tracks for the French guys, they're like, let's get American guy in there do some backup vocals. Uh, Hank approaches Willis, and he's like, well, we got a quote here. Quote, I had a dream that you sang lead on my album, and it went very, very big. Very big, huge, huge, huge. no H, huge. Willis agreed to sing lead on it. Willis agreed to see. Th- <laughs> it Willis, like your uh, re- records skipping over. That Willis ride. agreed to sing lead. Uh see, I gotta do that again. All right. Willis agreed to see. Th- oh my god, I can't do it. This is all staying in now. Willis <laughs> has agreed to sing lead on the debut album village people
1: so that was the name of their album not correct. necessarily the name of their group
0: correct okay. at this point All uh right. yep so village people it was well received it reaches number 45 on the uk charts number 21 on the australian charts and number 36 on the u.s r&b slash hip-hop charts
1: mm, that, okay that's not terrible coming out of the gate
0: right yeah so again we're in 1977 the village people studio band the guys who actually played the instruments they were called gypsy lane
1: Oh, okay. So that's what the, the name was Gypsy Lane, yep. and their album was
0: The village, village People. Well, again, the studio band. They might not have gotten credit. They might have just called it Village People by The Village People. And
1: where were they recording these? In New York? This is what? New York. Oh, okay. So. so, I mean, The Village. I mean, they were. Well. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming that's where we'll get there. Okay, (laughs) all
0: right. Uh, all right, so Gypsy Lane is conducted by a guy named Horace Ott. He also provided much of the musical talent and arrangements for Jack and uh Hank because they didn't play any musical instruments, they just wrote catchy tunes.
1: Yeah, well, that's important.
0: You know, it is, you know, all parts. The album becomes an international hit. Jack quickly builds a group of dancers around Willis to perform for shows and videos. So now it's like they like our stuff. Shit! Now we gotta form a band that can actually do our stuff, you know? Yeah, like,
1: you can have a good trapeze artist, but you still need the, you still need all the, the, the animals and the clowns, oh, and you yeah, need yeah. a good motorcycle riding guy to keep, get that circus going. You need all the bits. You can't just have a one trick pony thing.
0: See, I, I thought about it real quick. Was like, it's, it's like all the toys in the '80s. Like, he man, like we built all these cool action figures. Now let's make a cartoon around
1: it. I, <laughs> like, all did, right. Did they do the action figures before the cartoon? A hundred percent.
0: Oh, yeah. That's... I thought they just went hand in hand. Like, nope, they made... hey,
1: let's make a cartoon and action figures and it'll basically be a half hour long commercial to sell toys. These
0: guys are like, hey, now I got these cool looking muscly men. Uh, make them have a storyline and a history and then somebody wrote some stories and they added in some stuff and the next thing you know, you got a, a thriving market, much like the village people. Do you they remember, do you remember
1: and... the muscles, the toy muscles?
0: Muscles. What does it stand for though?
1: Oh, I can't tell you, but there were these little pink Dumb.
0: Yep, they come in a buck, a tub. Like they a almost buck. like
1: like army guys, but Muscles. they were pink and they had different. That was weird.
0: Minuscule under something size. I don't know. If you know what M-U-S-C-L-E, muscle muscle men stands for, please uh hit us up on the internet on the internets. That'd be, I, that'd my be awesome. Had,
1: my brother had a lot of them. I blew them up with fireworks.
0: I, I miss my garbage pal kids cards collection. Dude, I could, had so many of those. Series one, two. You could buy a
1: yacht right now <sighs> if you had that whole collection and sold them, I Telling think.
0: You, that movie? Creepy movie. Homework everybody. Go watch the Garbage pal Kids movie. Alright, you ready? Back yeah, to the village uh, people? Yeah. Alright, speaking of Garbage pelt. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Nice
1: transition, Brian. And you
0: can write your comments to Brian. (laughs) I'm out of practice. I'm sorry. My transitions and sequiturs are difficult. Uh, Jack meets his first recruit. All right. This guy, Philip Rose, Felipe, Felipe Rose, who claims indigenous American descent, and he dressed up as a Native American. He's in a New York gay bar called the Anvil. And so they're like, hey, you got to look. Uh, Willis handpicks the next guy, Alex Brindley, who initially portrayed the quote athlete, but they turn him into the soldier-sailor guy. Okay. They didn't have really set hard. Uh, it wasn't like construction worker, Indian, like they didn't have that yet. They were sort of building the the team, figuring it out, Figure it out. Others were Mark Musler, construction worker, David Forrest, cowboy, Lee Mo- 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 Motun, Moton, Leatherman, or biker Leatherman, Leatherman, Leatherman. Uh, Peter Whitehead, one of the group's early songwriters, all these guys appeared on American Bandstand. That was like their first public thing. Uh, and then they shot a video for their first song, San Francisco.
1: How, how many guys are in this troupe now that are going to be on stage? Five? Uh, one, two, three,
0: four, five, six, if you count Willis. Okay.
1: And they all had, they are all starting to dress up as a character.
0: They had the characters. Yep. That, okay. was, that was like right from the get jack and henry jack and hank were like we need a gimmick here's our gimmick
1: so you had an indian dude
0: we're about there hold on all right all right
1: Uh, i want to know all the
0: characters (laughs) yeah no no right right um all right so you got this song san francisco it's like a single it's her first hit. it's it's one of that record village people okay the record's really well received people like it jack and hank knew they had a hit and so they had to create a permanent group that group i just named was just for the american bandstand and just to shoot one video
1: oh so they switched some guys out
0: promo package right so what they did is they took out an ad in a theater trade paper uh what would your ad say ben if you were looking to staff the village people
1: (laughs) i need (laughs) i I need one indian a construction worker a biker dude that wears leather chaps uh prefer, prefer preferably a cowboy with a real mustache and they all got to be fabulous.
0: Well, they aren't there yet. Because no? their ad said, quote, macho types wanted, must dance, and have a mustache. Oh, they did have a mustache. <laughs> <It did>. Must. <laughs> must have a da- Mustachio. All right. Must- Mustachioed like, men only. Free mustache rides. The ad worked. They got people like Glenn Hughes, Leatherman. I okay. Was, I was doing Leatherface. Leatherface, Leatherface. Leatherman, um, or the biker, as they call him. David Hondo. Well, Hodo, there's no N, I'm sorry. David Hodo, he's a construction worker.
1: Okay. So, Leatherman, construction worker.
0: Randy Jones. Okay. Cowboy. Okay. They, they were among some of the uh, hundreds, of pe- hundreds of people who answered the ad. You also had uh, Willis, he was the cop.
1: Okay, cop. We got a cop in there. Um,
0: and uh, that's what they got so far right now. Um, so,
1: these dudes are showing up yep. for, uh, for a gig. Must. And they didn't show up like, hey, here's our group of Indians. Here's our group of cops. And no. construct- They all showed up, and then once they kind of got picked to be on the team, yes. then they got their
0: uniform. Yes. <laughs> uh, you look like a sailor to me. <laughs> you look like – what do you look like in leather chaps? Okay, that's your gig. <laughs> no, switch with him.
1: Um, Come a here, gig. sailor.
0: With the official lineup in place, the group did a hasty photo shoot for the cover of the already recorded album, Macho Man. So, like, these guys are making music in the background, like Hank and uh, uh, Jack, Hank, Jack and uh, Willis are making music, and these yep. other dudes are like, What are we, what are we doing? Yeah, they're. <laughs> Wear a hat? I got to, Okay, guys, you see my hat? I don't know. I, I think <laughs> I work in the mall as a perfume sample guy. Just, I don't know. Ch-ch- Aramis. Like, I don't know. I'm dressed up like a cowboy.
1: So, th- there's a group of guys that are musicians writing gypsy Songs. lane yeah <laughs> gypsy lane's back there and they got <laughs> a, bu- up. a bunch of dudes getting ready to go out on stage and perform S- singing to this and dancing stuff okay right okay yep okay
0: 1978 uh the hit single macho man catapulted the group to the mainstream and uh then they followed it up with ymca i'm a macho a macho, macho man, man. macho I've got to be be a a macho macho. man. Those are the only two, I think, village people
1: songs I know is YMCA and Macho Man.
0: Yep. That's well, then you know them because they were wildly successful hits. Yeah. They were huge.
1: Well, I mean, they still play that annoying YMCA song at every wedding you ever go to.
0: Oh, there's a whole thing with Trump rallies. We'll get there. What? Yep. 1979, though, it was so popular, the United States Navy considered using the Village People's singles in the Navy in a television and radio recruiting campaign. (laughs) They're like, dude, you guys got it. We need young, fit, (laughs) mustachioed men. We need them, too. Let's use your promo. Let's team up. Village people, Navy, let's do it. And so the village people said they would give, up, give the Navy permission to use their song if the Navy would help them form a music video for it. They're like, you can use our song, but. We need to borrow your boat We for need some boats. <laughs> the Navy gave them access With to. big, uh, huge guns. Huge. They gave them access to the San Diego Naval Base and the USS uh, Reznor.
1: Oh, Trent Reznor.
0: Well, right, Resner. Re- Re- okay. Reznor? A boat. Whatever. It's a boat. FF-1063. It's a boat. And several aircraft, and they used the crew, also the actual seamen, in their video shoot with the village people. You might cut out what happened. <laughs> no, I'm good. All right. Uh, the song also appeared on the TV show The Love Boat in I'm 1995.
1: I'm like a 10-year-old. All right. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just go
0: ahead. So the village people were on The Love Boat in 1995 with the song In the Navy, and then they're in the Navy comedy 19. uh I'm sorry. They were in the TV show, The Love Boat. I was in the 70s and 80s. The Love Boat. Exactly. How did Isaac learn to make all those drinks? And when did that guy get a break? He worked at every bar. He was at the Lido Deck bar. He was at the Buffet bar. He was out at the Pool bar. He was at the Disco Club bar. The they had one bar? bartender. Had the Lido what bar? The Lido Deck.
1: You know more about The Love Boat than I do. Well, I don't think right. I was allowed to watch it, man.
0: <laughs> it's a little risky. I think it was. I'm I Julie. Mean... I'll be your event coordinator. Like, what are you offering me? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Fantasy Island. I don't know if this is for me and my wife. That show is for you, dude. That sh- the reboot was even scarier. Uh, I don't know, man. All right. Mm-hmm. Speaking of scary things, no, I'm kidding. Uh, the group's fame peaked in 1979 with three months North American tours, several appearances on the Merv Griffin Show, American Bandstand. Dick Clark asked them to come to American Bandstand, and they perform with Bob Hope, entertaining the U.S. troops all around. So, this is. Blowing up pretty quick they were featured on the cover of rolling stone april 19th 1979 volume 289 the cover
1: yeah this is now i mean they after formed this, two years
0: uh, yeah two years two years in a band that didn't really exist with people who aren't really in the band yeah it sounds like fun dude it's kind of it's kind of a neat marketing proposal it's kind of like kiss yeah so, yeah well i mean yes but Wait. Kiss all
1: dressed up the same
0: the band yes no. Oh, oh huh, right. uh, no.
1: Let's not talk about yes. <laughs> no one. yes. Uh no no, they, they kissed definitely a different kind of music. Oh, for sure. And they all played instruments. Yes. And they all dressed I mean, I know they had their individual outfits and looks, but they were all they were all Leatherman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Leatherman. Yes, they were. The Leatherman, Spaceman, Demon, they had it all. Um All right. You're uh, good? Uh-oh, Brian's fiddling through I'm his out of cards. cards! No, I'm trying to find a break spot. Oh, okay. um, All right, it is August 1979, and uh, Willis leads the group. What you talking about? Yeah, man. Um, he had uh, some production of upcoming musical movies called Disco Land, Where the Music Never Ends. Okay. And so he's like, well, I'm going to go do bigger. I'm going to be a movie star now and sing and dance. How, how'd that work out for that guy? We'll get there. <laughs> uh, he's replaced by a guy named Ray Simpson, uh, the brother of Valerie Simpson of Ashford and Simpson. That was a band in the seventies. Nobody cares. Yeah. Well, okay. well uh, Ray and Ashley do. Uh, yeah. They previously sung background vocals with the group and their 1979 tour. So it's like one of the extras that they picked up. They're like, Hey, we need you to bring him back in. So at the end of 1979, they see the release of an album called "Live and Sleazy." It's a double album featuring Victor Willis on lead vocals on the live disc, and then Simpson, he debuts with the group on the Sleazy studio album. So. Oh, so they named him live and OK, Live and Sleazy.
1: That's, that's, a, that's
0: nice. That's nice uh, marketing ploying. It's funny. That's something. All right. Uh, 1980, June, the feature film, now retitled "Can't Stop the Music," is released.
1: So this is going into the 80s. Yes.
0: I don't want to ruin it
1: for our audience, but as big and huge as disco was, Boo. it died just a boss quick.
0: Disco dies? <laughs> and disco will never die.
1: Disco got shoved off a cliff after getting shot in the head with a knife bullet.
0: <laughs> disco stew so, likes I mean, disco music.
1: That's sad. I mean, but Not that sad, I guess.
0: All right. Go ahead. All The film was directed by Nancy Walker, written by Alex Carr. I'm sorry. That's the drummer for Kiss. The film was written by Alan Carr and Bronte Woodward, music and lyrics by Jack, uh, and starring Steve Gutenberg. Oh, The Fly. There you go. And Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn. I, that's how it was written on the card. I did not misgender someone. You missed that guy. <laughs> Bruce Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, by the time it was released, disco's popularity had tanked, as you had alluded to. So a movie yeah. about disco and sort of the village people behind the scenes, disco. Um... It, they started
1: production at the peak of disco, and by the time it got off the edit room floor, yep, uh, disco's gone.
0: I am a heavy investor in uh, DVD Plus, so that's like the next level of DVDs. I think there's not going to be anything better than that. No, that's gonna that, come should, out, that so should do it. We're going to move everything to DVD Plus, Plus. Um, and I hear Laserdisc is coming back. Oh, yeah, so right. We should transfer.
1: Adam's still got them on. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are huge. I was going to say, it's like a, if you
0: don't know what a Laserdisc is, it looks like an old 78 record like CD that size. It's a huge...
1: Picture a quarter-inch-thick piece of
0: plexiglass,
1: <laughs> oh round, about the size of an album, yep. that looks like a that looks like a compact disc, but it's usually on both sides.
0: Yeah, double-sided giant CD. Yeah,
1: and they're heavy. They're big. They're huge. If you
0: don't know what a CD is, I can't help you.
1: Yeah, uh, Google it. <laughs> Betamax. Somebody tried. My sister tried to give me like a, my my kids <laughs> a crate of CDs. She she starts the conversation with. Hey, do you guys have a CD player at your house? And I just, I went, no, no, no we don't. No, you know, we're right where that's I going. I don't so want so your that. old CD. We purged ours from our house. No. I swear it was seven years ago.
0: There's one box of hard copy music in this studio, in that closet behind you. But it's just like all the bands I was in, all the record like, that we tried make it. And it shows, they're on disc because... It's sad for me to go back and listen to it and upgrade them to like digital because there's no point.
1: Well, I I downloaded all this the CD, all the music we had. I downloaded it onto a hard drive.
0: Sure. Never listened to it. No. No. Music changed like that. It doesn't. It doesn't. You don't own that stuff. Like it's. It, I mean, not that you don't own it or shouldn't. But I download Pandora. You don't, yeah, you don't need That's to anymore. Good. That's not how music works. It's like you curate a listening group. You know, like a Pandora or an Amazon Music or whatever. Like you sort of tell it what you like. You don't fill it with specific stuff. I don't know. Dude, I've been listening to Rush albums lately because that's what was on my Pandora. It's like, we think you might like this. Huh? I'm like, you are correct. I do. And so I listened to that Rush live from Rio like three, four times this week driving to work. It was awesome.
1: All right, folks, everybody say a little prayer for Brian. The pandemic's hit him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little hard here. He's listening to Rush now.
0: Well, Ben apparently has celebrated Rush Day on his own. I mean, so.
1: I didn't even do I didn't celebrate it this year.
0: I thought I saw pictures of you on, on the socials.
1: I think somebody might have put... All right. All right. Yeah,
0: yeah trying to Proceed. squeeze this all out of your f- personal holiday. <laughs> all right, 1991. Speaking of razzing people, March 81, the Golden Raspberry Awards come out. And uh, the movie we were just talking about, that Can't Stop the Music, about disco. They won? They did win for wow. Worst Picture and Worst Screenplay. And they were nominated in almost all the other categories. <laughs>
1: These poor guys. Yeah.
0: So, although... Uh, The title song became a club hit um, and a moderate radio hit. It was nominated for the worst original song, Razzie. What uh, was the song? The song? uh, uh, You know what? I don't know. Can't stop the music, I think. Okay. Can't stop stop the music. That's Justin Timberlake, but whatever. (laughs) That's probably it. It didn't live up to sales expectations. It never attained gold status uh, as an album or a single. So the soundtrack also featured the talents of David London who under his real name, Dennis Fergie Frederickson, became the lead singer of Toto. Oh, really? So one of the guys from Toto branched off from the village people and uh, okay, Toto.
1: So, I mean, he did just crash and burn. He found another little ship and took off a little bit. Correct. All right.
0: Uh, the group uh, appears in the November twenty second, 1980 episode of The Love Boat, season four, episode seven. So they're on the love boat again. Oh, the village people that went back to the boat? Yep. Okay. Village people on the boat. Uh, Willis rejoins the group briefly in late. Willis rejoined the group briefly in late 1981 for uh, writing and recording the album "Fox on the Box." Fox on the Box is that a kids' book? It, uh, hop on pop. Uh, it was released in 1982 in Europe and Japan, and 1983 in the United States under the title "The Street." So we didn't get "Fox on the Box" in the U.S. Oh, that's sad. A little provocative, maybe they were offended. I don't know. All right. I'm
2: what does the fox it.
0: say? <laughs> Key, 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 key. That I also would have accepted. Yip, 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 yip. Okay. Uh yeah, uh in the street was not well received. Their next album, the 1985 dance uh high energy release Sex Over the Phone was also not well received. But it fared better in sales and club play than the last Renaissance album did.
1: Well, I wonder so. if they couldn't knock that label off them of uh of a, uh, a disco, disco troupe. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was just
0: looking at the car. I'm like, it says 1983, 1985, and you're trying to sell disco.
1: Yeah, because that's when, like, I don't know, more, man. more, um, well, Van Halen,
0: 1984.
1: On yeah, and some of, some, some of the uh, big hair bands started coming through. Yep. And the Madonna stuff. And,
0: well, Sex Over the Phone uh, was released as a single, but it was banned in the BBC because of its subject matter credit card phone sex.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. The 1 900 numbers.
0: 1-900, too lonely, thought I'd call you. Uh, that's a local guy you'll never hear of, David Wells. God bless, buddy. Uh, wrote a song called About Phone Sex. He's like, talking to the phone sex operator, she makes me feel it's like it's, Anyway, it's hilarious. That's local music, everybody. Go listen to local music. It's great. Um, though banned in the U.S., it did peak at number 59 on the U.K. singles charts, so... Tell so it was pe- banned
1: in the U.S., not in the U.K.?
0: No, it was banned in BBC, British Broadcasting Company.
1: They Well, that that's the U.K.
0: BBC, yes. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Okay. So where was the song banned
0: at? What in country? the U.K. That's what I said. The BBC, oh. the British yes. Broadcasting Company, has no authority over U.S. charts and But and the U.S.,
1: plays. they played it in the U.S. quite a bit.
0: Uh, no, they didn't play it quite a bit because it was titled <laughs> The Street. Remember, we couldn't handle Fox on a Box. Oh, okay. And so... Actually, you know what? I think we, we got that mixed up. Sex Over the Phone was not well received. That was in the U.S. too. Okay. So, yeah. You can have Sex Over the Phone as, as your album, but not Fox on the Box.
1: Maybe that has a meaning I'm unaware of.
0: It's like a European thing with like that. We call it peace sign. Europeans are like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a double entendre. I like that word. That's French.
0: Um, the album featured yet another new lead singer, Ray Stevens. I guess they call him the streak. Huh. Fastest thing hunting. Different Ray Stevens. Okay.
1: okay. Well, that's weird. There's
0: an audience to be found. He'll be streaking it round, inviting public critique. That's not Ray Stevens. It's like it's Darius Rucker Stevens.
1: went from one thing to now he's country, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, this,
0: this is the Ray Stevens from the Great Space Coaster fame. Remember the Great Space Coaster? Yeah. The great. Anyway, uh, this will be the group's last album of new material until the Village People Christmas in 2018. (laughs) So they're just (laughs) like, you know what? Disco's dead, bro. We are not. We can't do any more. And so with the death of Disco, we're going to take a break real quick. Um, Here's a song that should probably die also from my old high school band, 21 Days. (laughs) (laughs) You were going to anger a man who set up several cell phone stores.
1: (laughs) Dude, if he listens to this, he can't get too mad.
0: (laughs) I'm trying, Bill. I'm trying.
1: Hey, I was at a lot of those 21 days gigs y'all played.
0: I'll make our band famous yet
1: Um, 20 years later. I'm sure I bought y'all a $3 picture at church at... Churchill's once or twice. Oh, for sure.
0: I appreciate that, too. And we're back.
1: 1985,
0: we're talking about the village people. In
1: 1985, they were still kicking a little about.
0: 1985, the group takes a hiatus. Okay,
1: 1985, they officially quit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But they return in 1987 uh, with the lineup of Randy Jones, David uh, Hodo, Felipe Rose, Glenn Hughes, Alex Brindley, and Ray Simpson and formed the Six of Us Limited, a group that manages the affairs and the group, the Village People, and they had license to use the name the Village People and its characters. So basically, they're setting up like a blue man group, like – you can be a licensed village person if we license you and then you can go do shows and so it's a, it's uh, a touring group.
1: Yeah. They can, they're, they're licensed. It's um, a franchise.
0: There you go. All right. Right. But it's, it's a franchise of one. Just, you might be on the rotation. Like you might be cop number four and you might get called up to do the Vegas show, you know, like, oh, I can't do Vegas that week. I'm doing something else. Like, all right, we'll call cop number three. And so people someone. didn't care who was putting on <laughs> the cop uniform. <laughs> well, the cop uniform is, is Willis, and that's important. We'll get there in a minute.
1: They just wanted some mustachioed dude up there sweating on stage.
0: Now, speaking of mustachioed sweaty people, Sydney, Australia, September twenty second 1991. The village people perform in front of 41,815 people as part of the pregame entertainment for the New South Wales Rugby League Grand Final held at Sydney Football Stadium. I swear to God I was going to make a joke and say, what sports team were
1: they coming in for?
0: <laughs> New South Wales Rugby League.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rugby's huge there, over there.
0: A lot of mustache guys in rugby.
1: I I don't know that. I but, don't either. I, I don't know. Uh, there's a questioned. lot of mustache women in rugby. I've <laughs> met some of them. No, uh, rugby's Sorry, cool. Sorry, Diane. No, I, I, I've... Um, I enjoy watching rugby. I learned a couple of the rules watching it. And it's, you know, where they make the touchdown or whatever they call it. Yeah. Wherever they put the football, whatever they call that, on the ground is then where they have to kick the ball from to get it through the uprights or something. I thought that was a neat idea. That's a neat one. Yeah. So you want to try to get as centered as you can in the field. Yeah. So you might even sort of get your touchdown, but you don't get the actual points until the ball touches the ground. I'm sure, um, I hope we get some rugby fans <laughs> to call up and tell me how
0: stupid I am. I, <laughs> That'd be great. I am bet you that's going to happen. All right. Yeah. No, I, I will. I like rugby for the fact that I guess studies have shown it's safer than American football because of the pads. Like I if think you take you, away the pads, then you're like, oh, I'm hurt. I should not go back out there. Or, oh, I have a concussion.
1: Well, but, I think the pads give you a false sense of security. Exactly. And so you'll run as fast. You can't have another dude that's running as fast as he can. Dude. And where rugby, there's a sort of mutual respect Down the other guy uh, running uh, at you. You're like, all right, slow down a little bit. Don't hit me too hard. All right, well, I won't hit yeah, you too hard either.
0: This might hurt, so I'm going to back it off just a little.
1: And they tackle <laughs> differently. They don't, they don't lead with their cranium.
0: <laughs> Head well, down, baby. Hit the numbers.
1: Whatever. Get out there and die for me. Speaking play. of Here's. famous
0: footballers in America, there was a guy who played for Polk High. His name was Al Bundy, and uh, <laughs> the group made a guest appearance on the show Married with Children. Did they really? They were in the episode, Take My Wife, please. Please. Yeah. You know,
1: Al, Al uh, what was his uh, name, for uh, actor's name? Uh, Ed O'Neill. Yes. He did quite a few things after that a He
0: was, uh, he was uh, the head quarterback before Terry Bradshaw. And he was actually picked up on the Steelers, but he was like, "I don't want to do this," and so he left the the hole in the like fourth quarterback or third string quarterback string for Bradshaw. So that's why Terry Bradshaw is a famous NFLer because of Ed O'Neill. Huh. Facts.
1: well, I mean, yeah, and, but the two kids, Bud and tra- tra-
0: Christina Applegate.
1: Yeah, she did a little bit. She's but the- famous.
0: The- she's that one, She's on a Netflix show now that you should watch, Dead I- Dead to Me, or something like that. I think you said famous, Brian. Um. <laughs>
1: But, but uh, Peg face. Bundy did a ton of, is still doing.
0: You're just a Futurama fan.
1: Oh, well, she did the uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, that's I a I didn't thing. watch that one. They did, she did some other thing.
0: Yeah, no, uh, Married with Children was a great show that was a springboard yeah. for many actors, except for uh, Danny, what's his name, the kid. Yeah. Bud. Bud. Sorry, Bud. Sorry, Bud.
1: No can do, Bud.
0: <laughs> Speaking of sad things, founder Jacques Morale i'm uh, moriarty i'm sorry jacques this is sad uh he dies of complications related to aids in paris france november 15th 1991
1: yeah yeah that was uh that was when the uh the aids was really a new on the scene well that was
0: that was the pandemic it was of the time
1: kind of yes but it wasn't new then but they was still very unknown of anything about how it worked or what how you got it or where you didn't know what to do about it yep It, it was a thing and there was a lot of People that were doing the doing the AIDS walk, wearing the AIDS ribbon, doing concerts, big shows.
0: Who's not wearing the ribbon? Who do not what to wear what are the ribbon? February fifteenth, nineteen ninety-seven. Victor George for the ribbon. <laughs> Victor George is looking for the ribbon because he's are arrested wearing the ribbon? on robbery and drug charges.
1: Oh, okay, go. We got a little crime here. There we
0: go. Yeah, half the show, and now we're there. All right. <laughs> so remember, yeah, Victor Willis, the lead singer. Um, he uh, officers are called to the Flamingo Hilton Hotel and Casino in Reno, Nevada. After a woman reported that a man struck her and robbed her of her money and bracelet. In Reno? In Reno.
1: They had a Flamingo
0: in Reno? A Flamingo Hilton, yeah, apparently.
1: Oh, huh, because that's, that's the Flamingo Hilton is in Vegas, too, so I'm, I, they can have two. That's fine. I yeah, oh,
0: they're casinos, they like to spread them around. That's well, they sure. call them
1: the same. Okay, I, that's fine with me. I'm good with that. All right. And
0: Police went to Willis's room. They found the woman's belongings along with a... Sad collection of uh, leather chaps and police <laughs> helmets and as well as 45 grams of rock cocaine. Uh, rock
1: cocaine the good stuff Yeah.
0: Uh, Willis is arrested for investigation of robbery, possession of a controlled substance, and trafficking in a controlled substance.
1: So he must add a lot of it.
0: Well, 45 grams.
1: I don't know. We're, I, metric, whatever. Yeah,
0: you're, I was really hoping you would know that. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't what, know how to do metric. What do you? I see some of those European recipes for like bread. It's like add 200 grams of hard flour. I'm like, why don't what? Dude,
1: my kids ask me why we still use imperial. You know, foots, feet, sure, yards, man. and inches
0: us and over, Angola got to keep it going over metric
1: i can't explain to them
0: cuz base 12 is of much superior <laughs> unless you're talking about time then base 6 is i don't know kids dude we're arrogant americans uh, i don't uh, i don't it know it comes
1: down to like <laughs> tell me what to do <laughs> <laughs> i mean isn't it it's true if anybody had a lick of sense they could just rule this country away <laughs> yeah oh, <laughs> by just oh. telling us what exactly the opposite mm-hmm. they want us to do and we'll do it
0: don't tell people what you're going to do. Tell people who they hate, and you'll be fine. Uh, you'll be in charge of everything. Don't
1: tell me what to do. I want to measure everything in a furlong, damn it. That's right. Get
0: some crow crowpogs.
1: How many, how many hands tall is that horse? I'm not changing my horse measurements.
0: It gets 17 hectares per picoliter. <laughs> what? <laughs> Put it in H. Um, Willis, who is listed his current occupation as writer... Was sent to jail Saturday afternoon, but he was out. Nope, he wasn't out. Says he was unable to post his sixteen thousand five hundred dollar bail, so he sat in jail for the weekend.
1: For sixteen thousand, that's a big, that's a big bail.
0: He's got a lot of money. Well, I mean, why is he robbing old old ladies at Reno? No, you're right. Maybe, maybe Jacques and Henri were screwing him out of the money so far. I don't know. I mean, I I know. Oh, out of the money. Yeah, probably. You don't know, but I know. Uh, at the beginning of the 21st century, the Village People released two singles Gunbalanya in 2000 and Love Ship 2001 in 2001.
1: Really stuck in that boat thing, aren't they? Yeah. Since the Navy let them come on and all <laughs> hang out on the uh, USS
0: Rasputin or whatever it was called, Resner. Reasoner? Reasoner. Eh, let's not get stuck on that. Maybe. It was reported in 2001 that the Gun Balanya, uh, which was recorded with indigenous Australian people, took its title from the word meaning in the tribe, and though it is, in fact, the name of an aboriginal settlement. Oh, okay. Did You saw some aboriginal settlements in Australia, did you not? Uh, drove
1: through a... F- well, I mean, the, they had aboriginal towns. A lot of them were, you know, like the I, the government would give them a town. Or whatever. And that's where the, the aboriginals would live.
0: Did you go to Gunbalanya?
1: Oh, I can't. No, I don't think so. Gumbalaya? I, I didn't go to every town in Australia. You won't so. go down
0: there to go to Gumbalaya and uh, talk to the aboriginals, and they'll tell you about uh, Australia.
1: No, but I did listen to a dude, a uh, street performer. Street preacher? Um, in Sydney, playing the um, didgeridoo. Oh, nice. And I was mesmerized. This dude was, I mean, full-on aboriginal. Just think of exactly the most, like, like steeped in any thought you have of what an aboriginal in australia would look like that's what this dude looked like he's sitting holding a didgeridoo yeah he's sitting on the ground uh kind of you know with his legs crossed playing the didgeridoo crisscross applesauce yeah he had it like stretched out over his feet and it just went on and on and on and on and on i'm like i gotta i gotta get one of these you got one i remember this now that's right so i i got the I went to the next <laughs> store that sold them, and believe me, there were plenty of them. Tourist on the, trapped. 100%. And I said, I want, I didn't care how much it cost. I said, I want that one. It was the biggest one they had. I want that one, and I want you to wrap it up and ship it to my house. I Who's think this, the, it,
0: I remember receiving
1: it. Yeah, I think this thing cost like 200 bucks, and it was basically a hollowed out stick. <laughs> <laughs> i don't we, care i still got it it's we used awesome.
0: to make them out of like six dollar pieces of pvc and then you just sort of melt it over a bonfire so it gets that wood curvy look a little bit to it
1: oh i, I still got it I, I can make the noise i can't do the circular breathing
0: um what is the trick to the didgeridoo ben you taught me i remembered ever since do you, well, remember it's what almost,
1: you said? it's almost like uh the way you play a a trumpet. The orifice on a trumpet you gotta kinda go Kind of.
0: Yeah, you purse and- your lips and blow. But yeah. what you told me when the digger do was there is like you gotta do it like you're doing a horse. Like a horse then you stuck your face inside of that tube and it went like for like a second and then you went <laughs> 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 I I like, and then, yeah, you start to talk about circular breathing. I'm like, I think he... you suffocate if you breathe in through your nose and not through your mouth. There's no air getting to your lungs.
1: He made me question the way I've br- breathed, <laughs> breathed, breathed, breathed all b- my life. Broth? Broth. <laughs> what is I don't know. <laughs> How do ha- you say that?
0: Had brothen?
1: <laughs> all right. If anybody knows the past tense of breathe, Please write sec- us.
0: Well, this is a sad breathe. coincidence because I did not plan this, but uh, March 4th, 2001, Leatherman, biker Glenn Hughes dies of lung cancer in New York City. Took his last breath. No breathing. Village People performed as the opening act for Cher on her farewell tour until it ended in April 2005. She also did a video on a big boat. <laughs> she did? Yeah. She, uh, that's correct. What was that song? That's right. She's wearing like a gold thong. (laughs) That's a very good share. I I will tell you, I give some props to share because that woman has looked pretty good for like 50 years. She's an attractive lady.
1: I never thought she was that attractive, but she didn't change a whole lot for a long time. Right.
0: She's been very consistently... Every, I don't know. She's looked the same for a long time. I hey, give her credit for that. That's all I'm saying.
1: She's on Scooby-Doo. Good for you.
0: Little Mary's son.
1: She was on Scooby-Doo. I, every buddy that was ever on Scooby-Doo, I can't
0: no, no like them. No
1: Yeah. No, I mean, you're on Scooby-Doo. That's good.
0: Sonny and Cher, what are you guys doing here? Yeah.
1: Yeah, oh. watch out for that tree, bud.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. On that one. Uh, later in the 2000s, Village People continued to make appearances worldwide. So
1: they're still kicking, man. Now they're just kind of a, I don't know, well, maybe like a. You a, realize two thousand?
0: You realize two thousand was twenty years ago, right? Uh, no, I mean I'm <laughs> talking
1: that, then. I mean they're still. Oh, but yeah. it's kind of a, like a, a jokey thing. Yeah, I mean
0: they're, they're not. Yeah, it's camp, I think, is the word or novelty.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's. It, they're now just a joke of themselves, which is fine. They're making money, and then that why when they did this in the beginning.
0: Yes. October 2005, uh, Willis is arrested again and given 16 months for gun and cocaine possession. What you talking about? Uh, During his trial, it was revealed that Willis's drug problems were blamed for his exit from the village people back in the 80s. So he didn't just leave to go do that musical. They're like, you're doing a lot of drugs, buddy. They
1: had him sign his own uh, resignation letter. They they, they, they wrote it. Here, sign this.
0: Do you really think you should be here? Do you? July 2006, Willis is arrested again in Daly City on drug and gun charges. Oh,
1: Where, Daly City? Where's that? In uh, the U.S.?
0: I want to say it's in Nevada again or California.
1: Okay, so they're, they're probably doing the, the, the we'll, we'll they're just back. out there doing shows. Yep.
0: Okay. Um, he was carrying cocaine and a loaded pistol.
1: Pistola. You're not supposed to do that. Drugs nope. and guns are not things that the law abides by.
0: The officer did not immediately recognize Willis, who was the subject of a bench warrant after failing to appear at a sentencing hearing on the drugs and weapons <sighs> charges from October.
1: It's weird to cough now these days. I'm just saying.
0: They didn't know who. We, yeah, people look at you all weirdly. Like, huh. Oh, I can't.
1: Yeah, I know. Who did that? I will run out of a store, leave my shopping cart behind full of groceries, and just bolt out and go around the corner and then hack up my lung. Because yeah. I, I,
0: I'm. <laughs> You're conscious. Conscientious.
1: I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cough friendly i i, I just kind of have to <clears throat> clear my i brian still didn't got me a cough button on this thing so uh, i
0: upgrades are coming this is this is version one yeah version, so phase two is coming in we're like the marvel universe we're spec'd out to like 2040
1: so but you know though this little uh, apparatus he got in front of the microphone the, the screen the shield
0: yeah the pop eh, filter that's good that's i felt like COVID. this would be safe for us because we have pop filters in front of us microphones we're roughly call it six feet i don't know four feet whatever sure we're Hollywood, six feet apart, and uh, yeah, we opened up the room more. There's no more giant curtains blocking in all the airflow. There's a window open. There's a fan going. You know, we're
1: and, I'm and, trying, and and we're, we don't think we're sick. We've been doing all this, all the right things.
0: That's true. Now I will tell you, when COVID started, I actually got an office job, and so <laughs> I about suffocated yesterday trying not to cough at work because it's just me and one other dude in the office who sits literally six cubicles away from me, and he's like, <clears throat> "That's you," right. and I'm like, "Oh, you know, bless you." And then I was all, just trying to like keep it in, and I was like going for my elbow. I'm like, no, don't do. That. <laughs> Taking drinks of water. I'm like, I'm fine, you know, because I don't want him to think I have the COVID. He sends me home. And
1: do you have a time for a, 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 my more one of my more recent COVID stories? That's w- kind of funny. Oh, let's do it. Okay, so uh sidebar, everybody. Sidebar.
0: Yes, we haven't had sidebar in a while. We, we will be talking about sidebar.
1: names Whoa. that. The names that shall not be mentioned.
0: Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know. We can do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I, I take, I take, uh, at our house, we've been following all the guidelines, taking precautions, wearing the face masks, good. Staying home when we can doing, you know, big shopping trips still. So we don't have to go to the grocery store a billion times a week,
0: doing all what they say, doing stuff, not following the Michigan rules.
1: Yeah. Doing, trying to be good, trying to be good and live my life. And, and, yeah, we're also trying to get our kids. I got three kids. They got to have a little social interaction, you know, just for their mental health.
0: Get the hell out of my house, kids.
1: So my little guy is friends with uh, 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 the uh, son of the name that shall not be mentioned. And so, <laughs> th- th- and they've been very, very locked down. Oh, um, God. I yeah, can they're, only imagine. They're, yeah, so they're very locked down. They have some, you know, uh, parents that they're in normal contact with helping out for, you know, their older parents are a little older and need, you know, and they, and they would rather distance themselves from many people with, and, and be able to go see their parents and help. And when they're with their parents they are wearing their face mask and everything. So they're, they're a little bit deeper still inside the COVID cave than maybe we are. (coughs) That's fine. COVID cave. Like it. Great. So they allow, they're like, Hey, let's have a little play date for the boys. Oh yeah. So they'll just play outside. They're, you know, social. They're playing with their little drone thing. So the two boys got their oh, little nice. helicopter yeah, thing yeah. flying around, and I'm standing there talking to them. We're out in the driveway, kind of spread apart. Well, my phone was in the van. My kid was trying to get a hold of me oh, and no. couldn't. So my kid called one of their older kids on 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 video chat. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. And like, so their older kid comes out and takes the video chat and just says, "Hey Ben, your your daughter wants to talk to you," and puts it in my face. And there's my daughter on the phone, <gasps> and she says right in front of the the, the names that shall not be mentioned dad just puked in mrs gibbs bushes <laughs> and
0: i'm like that's not what i was expecting that's to hear not that's not good that's bad you're not supposed to talk about that outside
1: well he was uh he just got done eating a bunch of like two day old that was maybe bad buffalo chicken dip <laughs> oh yeah, yeah like that that's, what, that's all he had for lunch was that and a couple crackers i
0: do love buffalo chicken and it was a dip.
1: hot day oh my god and he went over to the neighbor lady's house to help like un like take some boxes out of her basement to get out to the curb for the trash. Fertilize the bushes, and so she's just up and he's up and down the stairs, hot and sweaty, and it just didn't sit well. Working, yeah. He felt fine. He he regurgitated, uh. and then he went home because he's like, I don't know what to do, and he felt fine. He was never sick. There was never, I mean, temperature down, never any pains, never any headache. Just felt fine the whole time. But when that call came
2: through, oh, yeah. to
1: some folks that were still a little deep in the COVID hole. Um, the COVID cave, I was like, I don't even know what to do. I, this could it couldn't. And, and I talked to these, I talked to our friends of the uh, names that shall not be mentioned oh about God. it a couple times. And I, you know, I apologize. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but ah, uh, what a, what a way to stick your, your head out of the COVID cave a little bit. And then there's some kid's brother. Puke.
0: Hey, what's going on out here? Oh my God.
1: I told the story to my brother and he's like, your kids puke all the time. Yeah, like, kids puke all most time. most of the time you guys come up and visit and stay the weekend somebody's puking <laughs> even your wife once.
0: that's what i do when i go visit your brother too I, I guarantee you i'll probably puke you know how he feels about puking. Uh, yo, yeah he yeah. and i have bonded many many decades ago yeah. on and that. that that can be saved for another sidebar story one day <laughs> i think
1: we've told the uh, the chili puke got off a killer at, chili recipe at, yeah at the, uh, hey navy beans camp. nick navy beans all right well that was my one of my more recent uh uh i, I don't know if it's a funny story
0: or a long story a story? It was an interaction. It was a yeah. sidebar. We it was a sidebar. It, we
1: call it content
0: here at the Crime of Music. That's what we live for. All right. Well, uh, speaking of content and not knowing what to do, um, the cops didn't know who Willis was until they fingerprinted him. Okay. So a quote from the San Diego Police Sergeant Jim Shore, quote, our officers recognized him. We knew we had the cop from the village people.
2: <laughs>
0: Liar. How big fan of village people there, Officer Jim? Um, which is fine. I just, he agreed to a plea bargain that would result in a prison term no more than 16 months, but he never showed up for the sentencing and he ran.
1: Well, I mean, he didn't want to go for any months.
0: (laughs) No, his case was even featured on America's most wanted the TV show. Oh really? With John Walsh? They ran it multiple times. Has anyone seen the cop from the village people? He's really dangerous. We need to find him immediately.
1: That almost sounds like a joke,
0: (laughs) right? It's a real thing. That's why we're doing this, because that's yeah. what I thought when I read it. I was like, "The cop from the village people was arrested by cops and then on the run, and he was on America's Most Wanted." How did I miss this? <laughs> this happened in like the two thousands, two thousand six.
1: Well, he just had to pop on the uh, that cop uniform and could blend into any, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. All right, on the run for five months, uh, an alert police officer spotted his uh, the. Willis's Chevy Corvette convertible at the eastern border of Daly City. Please tell me he got arrested at the YMCA. Willis had an outstanding $15,000 felony warrant for possession of narcotics. He's pulled over by a South San Francisco police officer on a routine traffic stop, but was arrested after cocaine and drug paraphernalia was found in his car.
1: Uh, all right. Oh, well, they got him. They got him. They got him. Nailed it.
0: He actually makes it to court this time, but he avoids prison by... Singing a song with the judge's name in it. (laughs) Oh, warden, 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 let me out of jail. No, he goes to rehab. He's given probation and ordered into rehab at the Betty Ford Clinic.
1: Going to Betty Ford. Yep. All right.
0: Quote from Willis about the situation. Quote, the nightmare of drug abuse is being lifted from my life. However, now that I've awakened, I'm finding that I've missed some important things in life. Not to mention a couple of court appearances, which I sincerely regret. And drugs. I miss drugs. I do miss drugs. March 23rd, 2007, a woman who describes herself as Willis's girlfriend told police that she'd been choked and threatened with a knife. The woman told officers that Willis had been abusive and was out on bail on a similar assault charge from last month. Uh, police said his passenger, Stacy Brandt, 40, told police she is a prostitute. Both were arrested.
1: Well, well that, who, was, who, was, who was saying they got beat up? The prostitute? The prostitute. Slash girlfriend?
0: That's what she said first. She's like, I, well, he's like, hey, I'm out with my girlfriend. She's like, I am a prostitute officer. Get my title correct.
1: All right, we need two, two pairs of
0: handcuffs, please. Yeah, we're gonna, right. <laughs> excuse we'll, me, can I borrow your handcuffs we'll, there, buddy? We'll sort this out in the, in the prison. Stacy pleads no contest to possession of narcotics, and she's sentenced to 60 days in jail and three years probation. Willis is charged with possession of cocaine, possession of drug paraphernalia, and providing false information to the police for allegedly using a fake name. He has not entered a plea in the case, and he's due back in court next Tuesday when his case will be consolidated. They're going to get all those cases together, because he's got a couple.
1: Do we know what his fake name is?
0: I, I could not find it out. I was really trying to figure out, what would you call the uh, police officer from the village people? What would his fake name be? Um, without I without have... knowing his pets or what really no, grew up I on. No, I
1: have the name, but I can't remember the name I want to call him. Rod Swinson. No, I would call him... Oh, what was the actor's name that played Willis? <laughs> Todd Bridges. Todd Bridges.
0: That's what his (laughs) name is. That would have been my fake name. Officers, uh, Todd Bridges. This is my girlfriend prostitute. Todd Bridges got
1: arrested um, dressing up as a police officer at the YMCA. Right. All right.
0: Uh, Let's see here. Two thousand and twelve, the United States District Court of Southern District California ruled that under the provision of Copyright Act nineteen seventy six, Willis could terminate his copyright transfers to the Scorpio Music. Uh, basically, what happened is there was a s- district court decision, so that Willis could now be um, compensated for writing and singing all of the Village People songs, like that Can't Stop Productions with Henri and Jacques. Collecting old money or yeah, any money going forward? Nope, collecting old money. Okay. Yeah, yeah, quote, a joint author. Willis was, quote, a joint author who separately transfers his copyright interest and may unilaterally terminate the grant. So basically, Willis gets 33% share of the songs Go West, YMCA, and In the Navy, and any other songs written for the village people and other acts, you know, like whatever they want to call themselves that he was part of. Okay. So 2015, a jury determined that sole writers of 13 songs were uh, Jack and Willis and they name Hank below Hank uh, whatever Henry Belolo is removed giving Willis 50% ownership of 33 songs that he wrote and the revenue they generate
1: that sounds fair
0: well we're give me two to more bullet fair. points to be fair oh. to
1: 2017, be
0: <laughs> 2017 Willis and Hank reach out of court settlement whereby Willis resumes his role as the lead singer of the village people and they resume recording and touring internationally. And Willis has now had an estimated worth of about $30 million.
1: This is the same thing that happened to David Lee Roth.
0: I almost did that episode. <laughs> we almost were talking about David Lee Roth today. Well, Betsy Lee Roth's save grandson. It. No. Save it. 2018, Willis announced via social media he plans upcoming Village People projects, including a new studio album, a Christmas music video, and a reissue of the group's 1979 concert released as the live portion of live and Sleazy. He's going to remaster it. Cool. All right. I
1: can't wait to buy that on the, on the iTunes.
0: August 31st, 9th, 2019. The Village People... I'm sorry. I got my cards out of order. I wanted to get this one here because this comes back around.
1: Brian's uh. <clears throat> shuffling the deck, folks. Shuffle
0: it up. August 3rd, 2019. Village People co-creator Henri Hank Benolio dies at age 82. Oh,
1: wow. That's, my... I guess that's old. He's old. It's
0: pretty old. Yeah. December 21st, 2019. The group the group's first Christmas single, Happiest Time of the Year, hits 20 on the Billboard Adult Contemporary Charts. This is the first time top 20 hit for the group in 40 years. They got a top
1: 20 hit in 19?
0: Yep. Well, it's a Christmas song. You know, the, season, the Christmas seasonal albums kind of, like, skew the charts. I mean, yes, they on the top care, 40 man. chart. But,
1: it's, you can say you yeah, the top 20.
0: December 31st, 2019, Village People performed live in New York's Times Square for Fox's New Year's Eve with Steve Harvey. And he's like, all right, everybody, happy Arbor Day. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Dude. When he
1: did that. I twice.
0: Mean, twice. Three times, I think, <laughs> it's happened to him. He's like, I read the card. They gave me the wrong card. The last time, he's like, I just said, see? He's like showing the card.
1: I, uh, I love Steve Harvey. Miss Philippines is all like, flipping out. Oh. He is, he is a, he's a funny, funny dude. Oh, he's a funny dude. I and I, He's got some backstory to him that he's told before. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he seems super, super genuine when he's, when he's talking to people and being funny. I think when you see Steve Harvey, whether it's on stage or on a TV show or, or what have you, that's Steve Harvey. <laughs> I think that's Steve this Harvey. Guy. I like that dude.
0: All right. All right. Props for Steve Harvey. All
1: right. There's my love affair <laughs> with Steve Harvey.
0: All right, well, at this New Year's Eve show in New, uh, uh, Times Square in New York City, they broke the world record for attendees doing the YMCA dance.
1: Man, these guys are back on fire.
0: YMCA. They uh, previously, rec- the former record holders were another group of village people touring around doing the YMCA. Glad so somebody's sitting there counting. They got the record from themselves. We
1: got we to gotta have some. We got to have that you know, documented in history. That's very
0: important. <laughs> Remember I told you about uh, campaign rallies? Right up there with the Magna Carta. June 9th, 2020, Victor Willis orders Donald Trump to not use Village People music at his rallies. In particular, the songs Macho Man and YMCA.
1: Oh, he was using them in the rallies, huh? Yes, he
0: was. Because <laughs> he is a macho man, Well, of I course. get the
1: macho man one, but what about the the YMCA? Everybody loves
0: the YMCA. Why?
1: I, I, I guess I'm I'm asking from maybe the 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 t- Trump side. Why why pick that song? Uh,
0: I don't know. People, the Macho okay, Man can, song. Re, I whatever. can see Republicans dancing along that being a hip group song. <laughs> oh, I, I know guess, this one. I, <laughs> um, <see that>. <laughs> young, <laughs> my, my it's Young Men's Christmas Organiz, a Catholic organization. That's why, because that's like Christianers, or Catholic or something in the in the name. That's why the well, Republicans like Well, you know, like a it.
1: big song back in the day that was totally misunderstood and used in rallies back then was born in the usa all right if you listen to the words in that song it's not necessarily proud of huh. being born in the usa it's kind of a commentary on our problems in the united
0: states i never and i can't remember what
1: president was using it as in his rallies and and as his as his get, get pumped up music but back when that song came
0: out bush or clinton
1: Um, No, it was a Republican. I think it was must have been Bush. Then I don't know, but I remember it was. It it, they were kind of like, listen to the words, dude. (laughs) That's not, you know, flattering. It's kind of pulling out some of our social injustice and putting it into a song with a catchy with a catchy tune.
0: That's like uh, what's his name, Billy Idol and White Wedding. People always play that at the wedding, but that was a song about him trying to talk his little sister out of getting married too young. I yeah I same thing like yeah. you listen to the words yeah. you're like oh he's not for marriage okay so listen to the words people that's what we're saying
1: we have born in the usa at adams on the on the uh turntables oh yeah yeah, yeah. we got the old album on it's there it's
0: over there i got a springsteen album record players coming i he's don't got his, to spoil this big
1: his butt his uh backsides on the album cover Oh Jeans, yeah, the a, jean like a red ray hang out the back. As
0: I recall, that was one of your Halloween costumes one year you, you were Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. I
1: was yeah. I was. Jeans and a white t shirt and yeah. a guitar strap around the back.
0: Much like you dressing up as the cowboy from the village people, there have been twenty three different villagers in the village people over the years, and nine temporary stand in people people.
1: You hold on, you mean there's twenty three different outfits?
0: No, oh. there have been twenty three different individuals who have worn those outfits.
1: It's got to get a little ripe.
0: <laughs> Who's the last guy in the freaking oh. construction worker outfit? Jeez, it's like he actually did construction work in this. It's all sticky.
1: It's sticky. Liquid nail. Mm. So did they keep the same, like, six?
0: Yeah. No, yeah, the costumes okay. are the, you know, they, they leveled that out around early early 80s, late 70s, right, construction okay. worker, cop, sailor.
2: All right, they, they found Leatherman. the right mix. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, they were all sort of based off of, uh, particular fantasies like you'll tell me more about that later right oh i will (laughs) uh fun fact both madonna and michael jackson have performed as opening acts for the village people oh really how about that michael jackson (laughs) well the 70s man get way back
1: well no but i mean michael jackson was with the jackson five to begin with and then he kind of went on his own
0: right but he didn't hit his own solo start until early, what, well, 80, 83, somewhere like that. Okay. So, he had a couple years, 75 to 80, where or he was working as an opener. To do I whatever
1: he could to get his... Yep. So, there's an old video, and I love this video. When he... The first time Michael Jackson did the moonwalk, it was, oh, I believe, yeah. at some awards. Yep. The Grammys, the Emmys, the Oscars, something, whatever. But you are correct. He was out there doing, like his song, singing his, doing his songs, doing his dancings <laughs> and whatnot. And he did that. And... And the looks on some of the people's face, like, how'd that guy just do that?
0: I believe he does it to Billie Jean. Billie Jean. And he's like, oh, sliding backwards. He's like, whoa. Yeah.
1: He was a, that, that dude has some moves. All right. Just ask Macaulay Culkin.
0: <laughs> wow. Macaulay has nothing bad to say about Michael Jackson. Corey Haim the other way. Like, he's making a whole documentary, like 4D animation that'll explain it.
1: Whatever Corey Haim can do these days, I guess, <laughs> right?
0: We're talking about him. All right, here is a fun fact of the show, I think, for Ben.
1: What was the other Corey's name?
0: Feldman. Okay. From 1978 to 1982, Victor Willis was married to actress Allen's, uh Ayers-Allen, now known as Felicia Rashad, whom you may have known as Claire Huxtable on The Cosby Show. Oh! Word. Married to her, huh? Yep, for uh, 10 years or so. Okay. And then in... 19... Who didn't love the
1: Cosby show? Man.
0: Nope. In 2007, he gets married a second time to his wife, Karen. She's a lawyer and an entertainment executive. She's the one who helps him with the lawsuit against Can't Stop Productions, gets yeah. him all the mill. Uh-huh. So, yeah. On, uh, contrary to popular belief, the police officer from the Village People is married to a lady, or many ladies.
1: Do you think Bill Cosby would vote for Joe Biden? Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, Bill Cosby's got to be sitting there just going...
0: What the hell? <laughs> He's gonna be president. I'm in know. jail. I don't. I don't know. Damn it. Well, speaking of being shocked and dismayed, we have a quote from the village people, as we do at the end of a the show. They, a
1: communal quote.
0: It is a communal quote. Okay. It was titled. It was credited to the village people. The village people. quote. <clears throat> we are deeply dismayed by today's announcement from the YMCA that they feel a name change and rebranding are in order after 166 years. Some things remain iconic, and while we admire the organization for the work they do, we still can't help but wonder why.
1: <laughs> I get it. Why? What? Did they rebrand themselves? The village
0: people. Yeah, that's when the, the YMCA was trying to turn themselves into the Y. Like, I'm going to go down to the Y. So they were trying to oh. drop the MC in the A. Well, oh, drop an MCA. I- but was that,
1: a, was that a, a byproduct of the village people? No, that was, was it a very byproduct very... of we need to cast a larger net. We can't have yeah. young men Christians. Right. Those are what we're
0: looking for here. <laughs> yep. They were dropping the MCA and the village people were just like, hey, we'll jump on top of that one. You don't like us being called the YMCA and singing yeah. about it? Did
1: you ever hang out at so, the YMCA, Brian?
0: No been there like honestly a half a dozen times in my life uh, the ones around uh, Flint or wherever so we had a couple of school lock-ins and then maybe a swimming class when i was real little but
1: i nah. have i have many stories about the YMCA
0: Nah, we had a big pool and a big yard I, w- I didn't go there
1: we when i was a very young child um when you would maybe take your first couple swimming class lessons yeah that's what i remember the my most. dad took me to the YMCA and took swimming lessons there whatever we get done you go into the sh- the locker rooms, you know, and put your clothes on and take your swim trunks off, rinse off real quick. And I just remember like old naked men walking around the locker room. Oh yeah. And and, and then I was like, I don't like this it. is weird. I don't That it. that looks weird. That looks real uh, I'm out. I'm I I I can <laughs> swim real good, Dad. I'm good. Thanks. I'm out. I'm you, done.
0: You learn real quick there, don't you? You're like, oh, I don't want to go back there. I, I, nope,
1: I, good. Don't make me see that again. That's not supposed to be there. So well, then Another time, skip forward many years, I think we're in eighth grade, we went and did that uh, as a class, the YMCA lock-in, where we yep. we as a class went and they shut down. You know, we had the whole entire run of the joint ourselves, um, and we played in the pool and the gyms and, and, and their cafeteria, had some food and had some activities. So they had a lot of room for activities, actually. And then we were all supposed to go to sleep Yep, and put our sleeping bags out in the gym. The boys were in one gym, girls were in the other gym. Well, there are a few of us that didn't want to go to bed, and we yeah. kept screwing around. Yep. So, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> so the dude that was kind of in charge, we'll call him Mr. C. Yep. Because uh, I don't want to make Brian beep out of the word <laughs> um, no, so Thanks, man. He takes us. He's like, you, RuPaul. Probably dead by now. Jeff. I, I'll say, I won't say, though. You know, the, the regular. Yeah, guys, I know. You, get, you guys come with me. You're staying here. Because he was going to stay up all night just to monitor all the situations. And the, he made us come into the lobby of the YMCA without sleeping bags, pills or nothing. You guys want to stay up all night? Just fine. Stay right there. We stayed up all night. And I, it was the worst, most miserable night of my life. And slash, the next day was ruined. <laughs> I was so
0: tired. It was terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: No. But then Adam and I, that, that one in Flushing, we went there a lot and played racquetball and, and basketball and swimmings.
0: YMCAs are good, man. Yeah, go no. to the YMCA. Not, I the mean, one not, in
1: flushing is still beautiful, I think. It's great.
0: Like, don't go now. It's like, why? A, go to the, the gathering places. Yeah, I why? don't think you can go to Gymjet. Oh, why? 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 Young. All All right. That's the, this, village, the people. village people. Would you, would you, well, mainly Victor Willis, but what'd you think of that?
1: Um I, I, I. I didn't know nearly as much. I didn't know anything about the village. That's people. what I
0: thought. I thought this was kind of like playing to our strengths in our wheelhouse right here. But I think. Nothing too serious. But I, uh,
1: I think we all at one point thought, how'd they come up with this idea to get up on stage? Because it's just a random idea. Hey, let's just dress up like a very odd. Halloween char- character. Yeah. what well, <laughs> kids? <laughs> and they did. They, dressed, they, they did. they dressed up hardcore. I mean, that Indian headdress I had to weigh 40 pounds.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, geez. that was legit.
1: I mean, the, the cowboy outfit and the cop outfit. Well, I guess the cop outfit had that helmet on.
0: Yeah, wearing a helmet. He's yeah. a biker cop. Biker
1: cop, yeah. Yep. Or the leather guy. Or, no, that was a biker cop, and he had, like, one of those mushroom head helmets on.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, there you
1: go. And what else was it? There was a, a, a doctor and a... There's no doctor. A, a periodontist. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> okay.
0: Achievable scientist. Do uh, I don't know a,
1: how they dressed up as a periodontist, but they nailed it.
0: A lab technician and a teacher. There's a, you know, <laughs> things to shoot for. Alright, well, we do have a little tiny bit of feedback if you actually want to hear that.
1: I do. All right. Well, not the noise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you asked it. for it. Well, the feedback button seems to be gone. That's so. uh, terrible. Oh, no, there it is there it is all right we got some feedback um one i just want to say thank you to everybody listening i know uh it's been kind of different the last couple months and i appreciate anyone sticking around listening to what we've been doing we've been trying we've been inconsistent that's a lot on me i had some family issues i'll share a teeny bit whereas i had some family end up in the hospital i actually had nothing to do with covid just people still get sick and have things happen to them yeah 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 We were dealing with that, but I put out a little message out there. I said, we'll be back, and I heard back very quickly with a heart emoji, and uh, uh, this guy Chris Perry says, I can't wait. And I'm like, dude, that made me feel a lot better. I appreciate people are are out there, you know, expecting uh, us to come back and hoping that we come back because we are. We're back. Yeah, we're back. We're back. And we're back. And we're back. But right now we're done, so that's the end of this episode.
1: (laughs) I think it was okay that we were gone for a little bit because I also think that people were – All staying home a little bit more and where do we all commute i mean collectively i think listen to podcasts oh commute a lot it's It's the commute it's our commute whether you're driving yep or you're riding or you're in an airplane just going places this is all stuff that we shut down for a while right so we we slowed down a little bit the world slowed down a little bit we're all on the same level it's all about levels brian levels jerry yeah we're good we're good we're back we're back and y'all are gonna start listening to stuff and and the best thing is if we did put out some episodes that people didn't get to listen to. They
0: oh, got a backlog. Secret episodes. Because of that, we're going to play the theme here and get out of here this week. Um, I will ask you, what do you think of the studio redesign phase one?
1: Brian had some uh, extra time on his hands, and he kind of made the studio look nice.
0: That's what my wife said. She's Because we put up sound foam. She's like, this looks better than I thought. It's, it's kind of like art.
1: clean, and there's some new paint. And some sound phones?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, thumbs up. Thumbs
1: Double thumbs up.
0: thumbs up. Maybe some pictures yeah. will come out there. Yeah. All right, everybody. If uh, you like this sort of thing, share it with a friend. Hit us up on the social medias. And like the song says, never trust a big button smile.
1: And we're back.
2: Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer.